expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 114 points this morning from yesterday's close at 14,981 on turnover of 4.3 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan moved higher to end above the 15,000-point mark on Wednesday as the electronics sector recouped earlier losses, helping the broader market climb out of its previous doldrums. Turnover remained thin, however, as investors remained cautious amid lingering concerns over possible volatility among tech stocks in the U.S., which could be affected by expectations of Federal Reserve interest rate hikes. The CWB says Taiwan will see more significant impact from Typhoon Hinnemore tomorrow and Saturday, when the storm will likely be closest to the island. The Central Weather Bureau says as of 2 a.m., the storm was located about 520 kilometers east of Taipei and is moving in a southwesterly direction at a speed of 27 kilometers per hour. A strong wind advisory is up for most regions across Taiwan's coastal areas in the north, west and east, due to the influence of the typhoon's outer periphery. Forecasters say a sea warning may come tomorrow morning, but the Bureau is still monitoring the path of the storm before determining whether a land warning should be issued as well. Taiwan and Thai officials are touting the potential for greater collaboration between the two countries on the manufacture of electric vehicles and the creation of a green economy during the opening of the annual Taiwan Expo. The expo is being held in a hybrid format with the physical site located at Siam Paragon Shopping Mall in Bangkok. This year's Taiwan Expo featured smart medical services and manufacturing, low-carbon economy, domestic demand and consumption, and culture and tourism at the 11 pavilions set up at the shopping mall. The deputy executive director of the Thailand Trade and Economic Office expressed hopes that the expo will open up new possibilities for cooperation between the two sides in the fields of science, industrial development, and environmental sustainability. In international news, the United Nations' long-awaited report into allegations of human rights violations against the Uyghur Muslim population in China's northern Xinjiang region has been released. In it, the United Nations says the claims of torture are credible. William Denslow reports from the UN headquarters in New York. What this report charges and alleges, according to the United Nations, is that serious human rights violations have occurred, saying that there is credible evidence uh, that members of the Uyghur population 
in China were subject to torture, saying that some camps that they've been kept in amounted to psychological torture. Now, it is estimated, according to some rights groups, that more than a million uh, members of the Uyghur population have been held arbitrarily uh, in camps in the Xinjiang region. Uh, and some countries have said that this uh, abuse amounts to genocide in China. Of course, that is a charge that has been vehemently and repeatedly rejected by Beijing. And South Korea may conduct a public survey to help determine whether to grant exemptions to mandatory military service to members of the K-pop boy band BTS. The defense minister told lawmakers he ordered officials to implement a survey quickly. He said his ministry will also look into various other factors, such as BTS's economic impact, the importance of military service, and the overall national interest. By law, all able-bodied men in South Korea must serve 18 to 21 months in the military. But exemptions are granted to certain athletes, musicians, and artists. BTS's oldest member, Jin, faces enlistment in December when he turns 30. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.